this week on Androids and Aliens. Are we prepared for another battle? I don't think we have much choice, Captain. All right, let's go for it then. The crew gathers their strength to strike back. Mayshan. Mayshan had her vitamins this morning. She's at full strength. <laughs> Set her prayers. Full strength, took her full hit points, full stamina, full resolve. <laughs> nope, my hit points are down three. <laughs> but shocking new horrors arise. Of more immediate interest are two human bodies splayed on the floor. Their arms and legs are out like an X and their internal organs are spread artfully around the corpses. Oh. Everything just in its right place. Oh boy. And the captain's strength wavers. You want to lead from the front, captain? Uh, the thing is, I'm minus two on my strength, but... Well, you can still lift your rifle, can't you, captain? <laughs> oh, you're in good shape then. I'm minus eight. <laughs> can the team withstand the unyielding terror? A robot must obey orders given it by human beings unless they conflict with the first one. Mm. Ah. So. Nah. The adventure continues. What do you do? No. One of my favorite things about running adventure paths is getting the pawn collection for the adventure paths. And I have in my hand... The Dead Sun Pawn oh, Collection. Nice. And nice. Is that an Akata right there on the front? That is an Akata on the front. And I actually have like three Akata pawns. Those would have been nice to have when we yeah. were uh, recording the app. Uh, but I just love going through these. And this one is particularly uh, interesting because it has a lot of pawns that you have really no reason to have the pawns for. Um, but there's like Duravor Creel. I'm going to pass him around. Isn't he interesting? That's probably oh. not what you thought he looked like. He's, He's dead now. Bald. He looks like a, <laughs> He's bald. a little Michael Chiklis. Hmm. With, a, with a big beard. Uh, here's Ferrani Nadaz, Grant. Um, that's Ferrani. Oh, wait, his beard is not big at all. Oh, yeah. And look at uh, Gevelosk Noor here, Eleanor. Isn't that cool? Ferrani oh. Nadaz kind of looks like uh, Freddy Krueger. A, oh. a sexy Freddy Krueger. <laughs> a sexy Freddy Krueger. he's... Um, so yeah, just he, Freddy Krueger. He's Kruger. actually quite elegant. <laughs> he looks like a prince. Right? He's got, he's got a big old staff. And lastly, Grant, here's Chizkisk. Here's there old he Jizz Kiss for you. Well, I knew what he looked like because I made that uh, artwork for the website, but yeah. Isn't that cool? I like the looking over the shoulder. It's like he wouldn't look at an explosion if it happened. <laughs> cool guys walk away from explosions. Uh, pretty cool. So I'm glad we finally have these as we are recording the last episode of Androids and Aliens. This is it. Ever, yeah. wow. Finally. This is it. It's good that we got this now. Uh, you know, there's actually a Mariko Nash as the uh, Drift Dead as well. A lot, a lot of cool stuff in here. Speaking of Mariko Nash, that was a wild ending to a uh, particularly long episode. Yes. Yeah. So, and it does give us some hope, I think. Hope in what sense? We can get off there this might rock. be a shit. We can get off this damn rock. Get off this rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has willed it. To whoever found her message. Yeah. Um, Legally, that hang hold up in any intergalactic court of law. <laughs> <laughs> so who technically? Which I'd like to refer uh, your exactly. honor. I'd like to refer your honor to the uh, finders versus keepers <laughs> statute. <laughs> statute. There's uh, 400 years. There's thousands of years of precedent on this. <laughs> yeah. 
That's common law. <laughs> it is a question among us, though, too. Yeah, who owns As the Matthew was saying, like, right. I think we're all equal partners. <laughs> Technically, it was Dr. Friss. Do we, do we have a new captain? Does is Fr- that what's happening right Dr. now? Dr. Friss has a new ship. That's, That's Captain Fr- oh. Dr. Friss. I hope he lets me on it. <laughs> Here's the more important question. Does Friss have a will? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. Hopefully we don't find out. <laughs> Just out of curiosity. No one can hack his data pad to find it. Right. No, it's, it's too high level. Right. Unless it's in his cheek pouches. Yeah, you might be, be able to find it there. It could, could be. Um, so you've come onto this rock and, uh, you've been exploring it. You came across an android mercenary hired by someone to take you out. She was driving the Death's Head Necroglider that attacked you en route to the quarantined ship. You guys make a deal with her, basically, like, here's our Starfinder insignias. Go back to Absalom Station. Give it to wherever your drop is to let them know that you've taken care of business. So that whoever they are think we're dead. Right. Secretly alert the Starfinder Society. No, I'm just kidding. They're still alive. And then she was like, cool, I'll do that. But then I'm, I'm gone. Because once they find out that you're not dead, um, they're going to come for me, whoever they is. I'll totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you continue exploring. At like unreasonably enormous risk to her own life. <laughs> for a group of people she was hired to kill anyway. Yeah. Well, the other option was fight to the death. And she knew That's she true. was out, outnumbered. Yeah. Maybe she's a person of honor. Yeah. That's, that would that's very be, possible. She'd be, she'd be uh, beholden to her own word. Nah. I just find it hard to imagine there's people of honor in the future. Yeah. I, I, I find it hard to believe they found a way to program honor into an android. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. It's Isn't that one of the three? Uh, the three rules, Asimov's. Might be. Don't, har- don't harm humans was one of them. Or That's something? pretty honorable. Not harming any humans. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, but not always. Well, and, humans, uh, but we are Would only it be honorable not only... to kill Hitler? It's the first rule of robotics. <laughs> a robot only... may not injure a human being or, through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. But there's yes. only one human in this group. Ah, it is interesting. <laughs> but Asimov's laws in this universe would have been expanded to any organic life, non-android life. Oh, I'd imagine. Uh, oh, it would have been, Grant. Yeah, I think That's so. A pretty yeah. broad, speak, sweeping decision. You speak I, with you just made. <laughs> I represent the Asimov estate. We'll be <laughs> auctioning off some of his items today. But actually, imagine that would go to a galactic council of some kind. <laughs> yeah, there, actually, but technically, that would f- follow. That would fall under the second law of robotics, which is. Uh, a robot must obey orders given it by human beings uh, unless they conflict with the first law. Mm. Ah. So. Nah. Law three. <laughs> Profit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, after you made whatever deal you made with her, you, you continued exploring, found the first dead member of the crew just kind of floating there with his pistol by his side. Um, you continued and found another member of the crew who had already turned shades of way, the way Kreska could have possibly gone and could still go. You That's make true. short work of that void zombie, uh, continue exploring, and you see these corridors leading to what we're calling north that are like ceramic plated. One ends in a like rock fall. The other one is just looking out on the openness of space. You continue going forward and it, get attacked by what you now know is a drift dead named Mariko Nash. Her soul still uh, being held into this horrible creature because she died on this rock 
trying to hide from some other creature. You come into another room and have a real knockdown drag out with two more void zombies who sap the hell out of Dax's strength along with everybody else. And then you find this door that has no earthly reason for being there. A door that you would see on a starship. Oh, I thought you meant the saloon doors. The saloon With the doors? player piano? Right. Don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> you go through and see all this crazy hybrid magical technological um, equipment that looks ancient. You can't quite place it. Friss has never seen anything quite like this. It's like from a time uh, that you can't even place. You guys go down one corridor and get attacked by this damaged security robot that also looks completely antiquated. You take that thing out and then find a secret hatch inside the body of Mariko Nash. We found a hatch in her body? We found a hatch in her body. (laughs) (laughs) It has a key. (laughs) (laughs) She says that she's the captain of the independent starship, the Sunrise Maiden. She found this asteroid while traveling in the drift. She landed her ship on the rock, began exploring, and was attacked by some creature that seemed to consume life energy itself and walk through walls. She locked herself in here after realizing she had no way of defeating it and basically admitted that she would take herself out before she let this thing take her out. Whoever found her could have her ship, the Sunrise Maiden. It's a good ship. <laughs> always got her home. Well. Except yeah. for that one time. It's always brought me home. Until now. <laughs> that wasn't the ship's fault. No, no. no. Or was it? That's a gross presumption, Matthew. (laughs) It's it's pretty gross. Gross. Gross, yeah. Disgusting. Gross. Throw up. She takes a deep breath, ends the recording. We end the episode. What do you guys want to do now? What is going on in your heads? Do you have? Are you starting to piece together what's happening here on this rock? Remind me, is this? uh, This is still. This is post-Gap, right? Even though she's, she's been here for 80 years, that's still post-Gap. Yes. Gap was 300 years ago. Right. Gap was 300 Gap years ago? Gap ended 300 years ago. Okay. Okay. Um, I believe. I believe. Is there... Can I, do, can I do a culture check? I can't remember if I did this or not. Is it just to tell anything about, like, where she was from? Yeah. Did she mention, like, being from Absalom? Station or uh, she didn't. Um, the only thing I think you rolled your culture check uh, as we wrapped up last week, and you recognize the Sunrise Maiden as having been lost in the drift right. seventy-five years ago, two forty-two AG. But Mariko Nash, the only thing you would maybe be able to remember is that she was the captain of that ship. But but I mean, does anything about like her accents or something like in the recording, just uh, oh, like a oh. clue like where she well, grew up or. Yeah, no, she sounded like anyone else you would meet on Absalom Station. All right. Okay. Yeah, 317 years ago is considered the The end when everybody woke up. End of the gap. Okay. Fall into the gap. Fall into the gap. I also want to bring up a little We Are Stupid, uh, and this is not good. By the way, okay. Oh boy, bring it on. Apologize in advance, but we want to do things correctly. Um, I was re-looking at the disease stuff, and Kreska, you are not able 
to remove the sickened condition with your spell. Oh, really? Yeah. Some afflictions cause the same effects as a condition. Effects that modify, prevent, or remove those conditions do not apply. Only effects and immunities uh, against the affliction apply. So I'd have to have like a removed disease. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. You have to cure the disease. So they itself. say it specifically. So yeah, we were cheating when we were all removing our sickened conditions. Are you telling me when. Robitussin doesn't exist in this universe? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's you no temporary fix. Throw some tussin on it. <laughs> um, it says, speak. however, it says in the text of the spell. If the condition is the result of a disease or other ongoing effect, the spell removes the condition but does not cure the disease or ongoing effect. So it clearly has some utility for that. Overriding the rule. That is one of those contradictory things. It's like the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Well, speaking of which, you're the only one that's still sick, right? Yeah. And where are you in the sickness? You're back at the uh, first state? I mean, uh, after latent? I'm currently fatigued. Currently fatigued. Uh, so you've removed the second condition. That's the way we're playing it. Um, but Joe, you uh, you're saying you can't do that. He's saying he can. Well, that's right. we're kind of past that point now. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of. What right? do I mean, or didn't I cure? Didn't I cure that stage? Uh, no, the second part of the stage one of you, void you, death. Yeah, you are you part. are sickened and, and fatigued right now. We cured the part where you are, get exhausted or nauseated if you got it. Um, yeah, I think it's a case of it might be a case of the general rule being overridden by the more specific one of the spell. But like, I don't know why they would say effects that modify, prevent or remove those conditions do not apply. Only effects and immunities against the appropriate affliction apply. There might be some items that you could purchase which might remove a condition like that but mm-hmm. not have that written in, and this spell is a more powerful instance of that. So, I mean, the spell seems to me, though, to be the most basic, like, right. non-powerful way to remove a condition. Just re- level remove, one spell remove. You remove any of one, one of the following conditions affecting the target. Shaken, sickened, or staggered. If the condition is a result of a disease or other ongoing, another ongoing effect, this spell removes the condition but does not cure the disease or ongoing effect. The target can re- regain the condition from that effect as normal, potentially immediately. So, I mean, maybe that's what it is, but I don't see why that would matter. Mm-hmm. Lesser removed condition also doesn't cure or remove other damage or conditions the target is suffering from any source, even if the same source caused the removed condition. Since the spell's duration is instantaneous, it does not prevent the target from gaining the condition again. Casting the spell doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity. Ugh. Well, it's kind of like what Troy was talking about the other day. If your strength reaches zero in certain spell descriptions, that does end up killing you. And I think it's an instance of the spell kind of overriding the rule in the book. That's where yeah, I land. I, I I'm mean, not the GM. To Specific. me, the spell says that it, it can do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. The spell, like Joe said, is the more specific thing. The specific overrules the general. Yeah. There you go. So, Yay! I, as they say. <laughs> How convenient. All out. <laughs> Um, yeah, case law. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo-hoo. laughs> All right. So, you are uh, just fatigued? Currently just fatigued. Talk to me about strength damage. Mac, what are you at for strength damage? I'm actually down by two. I'm actually down by... Okay, sorry. Let, let me rephrase that. I have a four ability score damage, which means my modifier is minus two. Okay, and Kreska, how much strength are you down? None. None. Uh, Dr. Friss? I'm down four, I think. Four. Um, Dax attack? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I think ten. <laughs> but but my, my modifier used to be plus two. Now it's minus two. Okay. I have eight, it looks like. Eight, eight. strength damage. Okay. And Kreska, uh, excuse oh, me. Oh, right, Sh- because I had ten. We rested two days. Right. Yeah. Mei Shun. Mei Shun had her vitamins this morning. She's at full strength. <laughs> 
Set her prayers. Full strength, yeah, took her full hit points, full stamina, full resolve. <laughs> nope, my hit points are down three. <laughs> um, Grant, your characters seem to always be just fine. Just fine. That can't be I uh, wonder how that coincidental. Is. <laughs> <laughs> just spit diagnosis. Yeah, just just so close to spitting all over our beautiful microphone. Just good luck. It's just also, good luck. I mean, it's not for lack of trying on your part, Troy. So, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm trying my best. Something fishy. Something strange. Give me those dice. <laughs> All right. So when you guys entered this um, this strange, out of place uh, corridor, uh, you went to the right. There was another passageway leading to the left, and I believe I said, Dax, you could see uh, that it looked like it continued on with that ceramic plating, and then started to have rock wall as well. Yeah. Um, what do you guys want to do? I just want to return to the question of, the, uh, of what's happening here. I mean, does anybody know? Does anybody have any idea? Because I still have no idea. What like, what's happening? Like, ov- like overall, what, what, what this place is. Yeah, what and the drift rock Are is. we any closer after getting that data pad to knowing any more about the actual uh, All we know rock. is that this, whatever this thing was, it seems to have been shorn off of a larger object. Yeah. Well, that even was, that is a theory, but I think it's a good one. Um, um, but we, no, we know it's been somehow severed. Deliberately, deliberately, because it was the cut was so smooth. Yeah. Well, I mean, deliberately is. I don't think we know that. I asked if it was like done by something, and it, it, he said he said his no. response was nothing you ever, you nothing you've ever seen could have done this. Right. But it's clearly been done on purpose. Like you know, it, it, if it had just broken off naturally, I mean, nothing would shear it. Like it's a clean. Cut. No, I can, I disagree. I think that the the, the drift can pull things in. Shearing them completely cleanly as like a natural oh, phenomenon. Yeah, you could have been. Could I'm, have. You're you're ascribing agency to my statement. I don't think. So I guess that, I guess I am too. But like there, I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm not saying someone did it, but I'm saying it was done. It was done. You ever seen the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe? Movie? We were just talking about. I was that, just talking Grant about Frank Langella's Frank amazing. Scholars Where is right? your strength, He-Man? <laughs> Where is your strength? <laughs> I thought, and I'm not saying this is what's going on here, but whenever I think of the uh, the discussion you guys were just having, I'm thinking of how they were like in an alley somewhere, and then they get transported to Returnia, and like part of the alley comes with them. Yes, oh, you know yeah. what I mean. And they're yeah. like standing behind the trash cans. That's what I think of when I uh, yeah, when it I could think, be like think of that a, theory. Yeah, a wormhole that just appeared. Exactly. Yeah. Something along those lines. Like pull that something. And pulled it in. And it was like it was like perfectly shorn in certain areas. Cause right. Uh, well, I mean, we have had various theories while walking through here. There was a you know, theory that it was uh, a mine of some kind, and the theory that it's a manufacturing thing. A, we thought that one thing was like an exhaust port, remember? Yeah, a right, source yeah. of power. But maybe. then we also thought that that hallway could have just been cut off, mm-hmm. like it was leading to something else, but the, the rock got cut off. Um, whether Let it's a starship. Let be our final battle! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whether it be a starship or just a space station, we don't, I don't it's think too we big know. To be a space station. It certainly seems like a, a mobile, like, <laughs> no Bermuda mood. Triangle of some sort. <laughs> Bad things happen around it. That's what we know for sure. Be it aliens, be it this ghost person, be it the, the, the Sunrise Maiden meeting its final journey. And we're here to clean things up. Yeah, and so regardless, we need to investigate more, and yeah. we need to uh, find the Sunrise Maiden, because yeah. that is our key out of here. Where is the Sunrise Maiden? Well, if... Objective. New objective. Per, I mean, perhaps... Sunrise Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Then the hallway with that started off as that ceramic that's not ceramic, and then became became rock is maybe a good place to look for the Maiden, because... 
I just love this idea that the packed, the beyond packed worlds technology that we have found is ceramic. Ceramic. <laughs> ceramic, yes. No one ever created well, it in the it's, it's ceramics. excellent for nonstick cooking pans, so I think <laughs> no. it's the perfect material of for Of course, hallway. a hyper-advanced society would make everything out of what we make toilets out of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has, as follows. Has so there, advanced. I mean, among the things that vastly improved our public health in this world, oh, yeah. toilets are one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's Pretty right. high up there. Pretty high One up of there. the most important inventions <laughs> of the last millennium. But we should walk down the uh, the uh, corridor. That yeah, yes. we didn't go down before. Exactly. Yes. Take, yeah. the, take the left. All right, Dax is cool with going up front. Yeah. Are you gonna be? Can we? So, do we think that the um, that the thing that moved between the walls or whatever was that the thing we already killed? The 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 uh, yes. the ghost. Well, we think that. I think that. Yeah, it's there's, possible. There's also possible it's something else that, oh, that killed her. I'm just thinking, like, are we prepared? That was her. But that, that was yeah, her. That was, right. that that was, was her ghost. Oh, okay. So, oh. yeah. Are we prepared for another battle? Is all I'm saying. Uh, I really don't think that we have. I don't think we have much choice, Captain. All right, let's go for it then. Um, let's keep moving forward with what we got. Single prepared. file here, hallway. It is only five feet wide. Um, you are enjoying standard gravity now, which is a nice change of pace. Um, oh great! Actually, that's amazing. What? Uh, what's the? What's the order right now? I see Dax, Mac, Mayshun, Kreska, and Friss. That sound good to everybody? Yep. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So Dax, you want to lead the charge down this hallway? Yeah. Here? So I would like to move uh, stealthily and uh, stealth while doing perceptions. So uh, I'll roll a quick stealth check. Uh, Twenty. Twenty. Okay. And then I'll roll. A useless perception check. Ten. Ten. Uh, up ahead, you see the corridor seems to widen. Looks like it widens at least ten feet, maybe even more so in the back. And you see uh, even more flickering lights than all of the machinery uh, surrounding you right now. Like right now, it's got that kind of... But up ahead, whatever uh, lights are going off is at least providing dim light in the uh, corridor. All right, Dax will say into his communicator, seems to be more computer systems up ahead, uh, and just keep moving slowly, just keeping Friss informed of what's up yeah, there. Friss is, like, itching. He's yeah. like, kind of, like, trying to peer around everybody and like, get a good look. <laughs> what's going on up there? <laughs> so you uh, keep moving ahead, and sure enough, the uh, room does oh. open up and then turn the various lights and controls on the machinery in this room, like I said, are, is providing dim light. So now you can actually kind of see a little bit better. This particular chamber appears to be torn between two worlds. You can see here the way I've drawn it. The southeastern half is like an unfinished rock wall. Uh, the blue that I've drawn here is the floor. So the floor still remains with that plating, but the wall itself is still a rock, while the northeastern portion is finished with that same metallic plating found in the previous area where you fought the security robot and the hallway that you've been walking down. You see uh, more computers than what you've seen so far, and Dax, where you're standing... The room about 15 feet, 20 feet in turns into another small room. You see a door at the end of that. But next to that door is a control panel. Mm. And the room is empty of creatures, it appears. It appears. I'll do another perception. 
Okay. Uh, up, you know, through the room and by the door. Nineteen. Nineteen. You don't see any uh, anything moving. Okay. Dax will move stealthily twenty feet to the wall uh, that's straight in front of him, and just sort of into the middle of the room there, and just sort of look around the corner, make sure there's nothing hiding behind the corner, and cover uh, anybody who wants to come in and look at the computers. Okay. Right. He's just kind of sweeping with his artillery rifle. Right. It's like a five. I'm not artillery rifle. Sorry, laser rifle. Back you're, and forth. You're in a. Uh, 10 feet wide by 20 foot room and it looks like it turns into another uh, 10 foot wide by 15 foot room and then a door. Okay. Uh, Friss is going to just kind of like edge his way through, like kind of weave through the, the line and to get into the room eagerly so he can look at these computers. Um, I Sean will uh, follow to assist. Should I do computers, engineering? Yeah. So, uh, again, with computers, uh, you, can, you can roll a computers check. Uh, you can take 20, but if you take 20, you run the risk of, you know, countermeasures uh, going off. Um, and those are your, your options. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a quick computers check. And I'll roll to aid. Do you want to aid? Do you aid? Computer, I aid. Okay. That is uh, 29... Troy, you're in. Oh, oh yeah. urine! Oh no, urine! This is urine what all I over to the find control panel. <laughs> and it's fresh. Roll finished. <laughs> it's been ruined. No. I picture Dax like slowly lowering the artillery rifle, like slowly walking over the lights from the readouts, like on his face as he's looking over Friss's shoulders, like going to work, doing it. Roll perception check, Doctor Friss. Ooh, twenty-two. Okay, twenty-two. All right, so you're in the system. You get in, and you're immediately confronted by very alien-looking programming. Now, in a world where everything is alien, you have to really stretch your imagination muscles to imagine something that would literally blow Dr. Friss's mind. Hmm. Literally blow his mind? Literally, his head explodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, I've seen that happen, because Chris... Uh, I've done it. Uh, yeah, both the, I've seen it. My friends do it. You're looking at it, it's just, this isn't, this isn't anything that you've ever seen. You can't even understand the language. It's symbols, it's all sorts of strange stuff. So you can roll a culture check to try and decipher it, or if anyone has comprehend languages, um, that would help as well. Does anyone have that? I do not. I mean, that would make sense for Max to have, but I don't. But you can tell this is this is a tough culture check. And are these the, is this the same script we saw that I tried to cross-reference all my languages against in the hallway? Yes, can okay. very similar to Got all it. that. Uh, can so can I aid his culture check? Yeah, I'll I'll do it too. Uh, I aid. Okay, I aid. I aid. Okay, so plus I don't have culture. Plus six. Plus six. I live in prison. That is a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You're not 100% sure. God damn it. It appears as if it, it's used to operate something bigger than the room you're standing in. But this is way too alien to, Do- you, to you. Dr. Frist, I suggest we haphazardly press buttons then. Yeah. <laughs> that is the only intelligent response to I really, like I really feel I can do that for you. <laughs> I really feel like this is super important, right? Can, and there's no way we can like take pictures of it, so we can figure it out later when we have more time. Oh no, you, screen captures. Yeah, no, I mean you you have the technology to be able to like, you know, download it for a back, lack of a better word. So yeah. you have this information yeah, to take back to the station. I'm definitely imaging all this. So that we could also like 
can we can we like cut out the computer cores? You know, or oh, right. ones. Right. I also have profession archaeologist. I don't know if that would help. Um, I I would give you a little bonus, and it still wouldn't be enough to try really figure it out. Okay. Wow. Um, but you know that whatever this information is, it would be highly valuable oh! to people that can figure it out. Okay. <laughs> God. I'm sure there's someone in the Starfinder Society. Okay. Okay. We could get rich. <laughs> or die trying. <laughs> is that why you're adventuring, Captain? Uh, to uh, get rich? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't realize my th- I was speaking loudly. <laughs> <laughs> there is a single door uh, leading out, but as for anything else in this room, you just went after the most uh, important-looking thing in the room. You said it... Let's, just to back up a minute, you said it looks like it, it seems to frisk as it can... If it's a bit, as if it can operate something larger than just this room. Yeah, that's what it appears. When you say operate, you mean like it has, like physically manipulate, or just it is running some sort of system that's larger than. You you can't quite place it. One of the two. They see some kind yeah. of control center or something. It's reminding me of I've been playing a lot of Half Life and the Doom 2016 release, and there are all these weird energy rooms that just has like a computer screen panel to like shut down the cooling system or turn it back on and stuff. It feels like a power system to me. Mm. I'm worried that if we start pressing button, then we might trigger something. So I don't. Yeah. Think no, I'm not going to mess with this too much. Doctor, is there any need to check out the other panel? Is just there? around the corner, or is it like the same system? Yeah, right? it's all part of the same system, okay. and this is how you would access right. it. So, okay. Yeah, uh, as he's uh, typing on it, if one of you is standing in the other room, there it looks like most of you are, you can see this alien uh, language popping up on the screen, and it, it's all Greek to you. Uh, if only. Okay. <laughs> I just want to do a quick perception on the room since, um, you know, I don't trust Dax. I didn't know that he rolled a 10, but uh, sure. just for anything I'll secret. I'll do a perception as well. Natural Twanzoni. 25. Twanzoni. We're talking 21. 25 for Christmas. 20. 25. And what are you looking for specifically? Looking for any secret compartments or any, like, modules that might be open that might lead to, like, the circuitry or the motherboards or the computer itself. Yeah, you're looking around and, like, running your hands along the panels, being careful not to touch any buttons. And as you get closer to the panel where Dr. Friss is, you can see that it had some malfunctioning wiring underneath. Mm-hmm. And if Dr. Friss had failed that check, it would have blasted him with... 66 worth of electricity. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> unstable circuitry. Uh, Doctor, yeah. you have avoided, avoided uh, a certain death. Whoa, and like Frisk goes, looks, he's just like, oh, yeah, my face would have been red. Um, <laughs> and we sent him across the room. <laughs> that would have been little, embarrassing. Yeah, that this is a little sure. bit morbid, yeah. but um, Mac is trying to, uh, her perception check, I'm looking for blood or anything, some sort of... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Signs of struggle? Yeah. Signs of struggle? Yeah, nothing, uh, certainly nothing recent. Um, and you rolled a 20. Yeah. Uh, adjusted, yeah. And Kreska's probably listening uh, for anything approaching or anything else outside. Just listening. Nothing. There's no atmosphere. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Excellent let's point. Let's carry on, fellas. Carry All on. right, Dax, I'll move forward up to the next door and just kind of examine it, see if there's appears to be a way to open it, uh, mundane way. Yep, it, uh, it's got a similar look to the door where you, you, you use to enter into these uh, corridors. So it's like a push button, <laughs> slide open. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get ready. Yeah, let's go. So you press the button. Yeah. All right. Pull. <laughs> yes. Uh, the right. door. Uh, Chris pulls his pistol out of his holster. Yeah. 
Mac is also very ready with her rifle. Yeah, okay. he's got the rifle pointed right at the door. Reaches out with his left hand. Weapons drawn. Uh, again, Dax followed by Mac, then Meishun, Kreska, and Friss. Dax hits the button, opens the door, and you see a corridor leading to a large set of double doors. Oh. You see a corridor leading to your death. <laughs> I gotta say, I have never seen more double doors in my life than in Paizo products. There's always double doors everywhere. <laughs> a lot of double doors. Uh, it goes, uh, looks like the, this corridor goes about 15 feet before it starts to widen out and turn to a big old door, 10 foot wide door. Okay, what's the environment of the, of the corridor? Is it all ceramic. rough or is it ceramic? No, this, is, <laughs> this has all the plating of the, uh, the previous uh, the room with the robot. Okay. Again, uh, moving stealthily with the 17 and doing perception along the way. Seven. Seven. Uh, okay. Just a, a rifle aimed, one foot in front of the other. Clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> drop, no, drop the rifle. The stealth check was good. Three times. The pers- he just doesn't see anything. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, there's nothing in here. Just these okay. Move to the next ominous double doors. doors. Right. So you guys all slide up. Shipum, shipum. Up to the next double doors. Another push button. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I have <laughs> ready. All right. Be ready. Oh well. Well, let's get in an order here because it's ten feet wide. So who wants to stand up oh, yeah, front, right s- next to me? Stand two by um, two. Mayshun, do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> always, always trying to kill me. I'm a spellcaster. I'm not a frontline fighter. All right, uh, who wants? But I mean, Crescent nobody has to. I'm just saying he's standing there. There's a couple okay, seconds. Mac, Does anybody want to step be, up there? I mean, I'm. You want to lead from the front, Captain? I, the thing is, I'm minus two on my strength, but. Well, you can okay. still lift your rifle, can't you, Captain? <laughs> no <one's laughs> can you pick up your rifle? No one's expecting you to get into a bare-knuckle brawl with exactly. whatever's on the other side. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you're in good shape, then. I'm minus eight. <laughs> <laughs> what I do for minus two. Exactly. I think I'll go to the back. You never, you never know what we're going to have to lift once we open those doors. <laughs> no, we're not asking you to help us move. Yeah. <laughs> we're just asking you like, to carry a gun and like, so, shoot at something. That's I got no. You open right. the door, there are Hundreds of cardboard boxes, <laughs> all labeled kitchen. A box <laughs> and books. books. Oh, books. man. Uh, books. Fine. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right, so right now I have Dax and Mac, the captain, yeah. uh, in the front. Uh, and behind then? Dax is Mayshun, behind Mac is Kreska, and then to the right of Kreska, uh, still in that little hallway, right as it turns. Is Dr. Friss. Dr. Friss. Doctor. Oh, I'm, I'm like... How are you, Friss? I almost need to go to I'm the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I also sort of have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I guess let's just chit-chat while they go to the bathroom. <laughs> Dax opens the door. Again, opens the door. Okay. And sees... Big old room. No, oh, that's where all no. this stuff is usually in. Oh, oh, oh wow! That is oh, that is oh, that is a big old room. room. It's, oh, so, dear. it's so big it barely fits on the map. <laughs> Surely it's empty. You know, Troy's using <laughs> Troy's using our computer paper to cover up the map, and I hope that we reuse this later. Yes, keep sir. it. Lo- okay, that's good. why I want to, to keep nice. it nice. Okay, good. I thought about crinkling it up for effect, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. With its vaulted ceiling. And smooth stone floor, this sprawling cavern has the appearance of a primitive shuttle hangar. 
or oh. landing bay. Ah, oh. okay, An nice. impression reinforced by the presence of a fucking starship. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Aiden! Oh, man. Guaranteed to get out of here. It yeah. is taking up the majority of, of the space in the back of the room, which would be basically where Matthew and Eleanor are oh, sitting. Not even God himself could stop us from getting <laughs> off this rock. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I hope we don't blow it up. Uh, so I'll get on the ship oh, and I'm start up done. the controls. I'm not done. <laughs> Dax runs towards the ship. Uh, does everybody buckle in? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're ready to pull out. Level Shotgun. up. Wait, level up. Shotgun. <laughs> Is there a big like tarp over it to keep the dust from getting out of us and dock for the last 75 years? <laughs> you pull it off, it's just a cardboard impression of a ship. Uh... On only the western wall, the one that you guys are entering into, is finished with this same ceramic metal plating that you've been finding elsewhere in the complex. The remainder of the cavern is hemmed in by natural rock walls. Huge doors stand in the far eastern wall of the chamber, doors easily big enough to accommodate the starship parked in front of them. Again, that would be over basically where Matthew and Eleanor Remember, are sitting. Troy, ha- all, North is always up to Troy. <laughs> right. It's always up. But it's like hundreds of feet away from us. You're saying it goes well, beyond the map? but like a like hundred. Yeah, probably about a hundred feet away. So it's it. like the starship is off the map. Got it. Yeah, star, starship is off the map. Um, it's pretty accurate from where, where they're sitting. Um, Do we know what type of starship it is? It's Jefferson Starship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. this city. this I'm city. glad you asked. <laughs> Seems to have been asked. modified from an airplane. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sucks now. <laughs> it's the most awful music you've ever heard. It probably used to be pretty good, but now it's... <laughs> now, here's the thing. Starship in the background, huge room, ceramic walls on one side, rock walls on the other. Before you even have a chance to try and do like a check to figure out what kind of ship this is. No. Of more immediate interest in the room are two human bodies splayed on the floor about 10 feet away from Dax. Oh, man. What does splayed mean? Like, they're doing yoga, right? They're totally alive <laughs> yes. and just doing, doing yoga. They're doing downward dog. <laughs> it's like no. if, you, if you butcher a chicken and, like, have it open. Their arms and legs are out like an X, and their internal organs are spread artfully around the corpses. Oh. Everything just in its right place. Oh, boy. I think I'll draw those on the map. Oh, uh, Thanks. Oh, Did you have to use real blood, Troy? Jesus. <laughs> it's an immersive experience. He pricked his hand with a needle, and, then this is dot- and I was dotting the map. That is... I have to say, I'm, ima- I'm imagining that the, the, the actual experience is a little more artful than your, your stick figures. I think it's pretty damn good. That's pretty good. Considering I did that on the fly. I'm it's thinking like the House of, Bolton. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got banner. the House Bolton look, but it also reminds me of episode one of Game of Thrones when they go see the Wildlings and they have all yeah. the stuff perfectly lined up like it's that. All the symbolic. That's what this is. I mean, everything is in its right place as if someone is studying these creatures. Okay. 
The uh, ceiling. And are they Acreon crew members? They are. Okay. Oh. They have. Jokes on whatever did this because only one of us is human and has these organs. Come yeah. on. That's right. It's true. <laughs> waste the time. The, no, I think uh, Matthew's right. I think we should send Captain Mack in first and <laughs> volunteer for sci- scientific purposes, research. The uh, ceiling in the room is 60 feet high. You do see that there are uh, insignia of the crew, but you can't read the names. What do you do? Ugh. Well, Dax is just sweeping back and forth with the gun and his eyes, with the rifle and his eyes. Just whoop, whoop, and he's just going to s- slowly step up toward these bodies and get a closer look. Okay. Uh, uh, so Dax steps into the room. Yeah. Mac follows him. Mishun will follow as well. Kreska will go in. She wants to look up when she looks just, just up to see if there's anything hiding up in the, the rafters. Uh, Friss is going, he's going to come in and he is waiting for people to move past the bodies so that he can get a close look at them. You can have my space. Okay. And Moon Mei Shun sees the body. She'd like to do a mysticism check to see if like this is a ritual or if this is a scientific thing. Okay. That's a good idea. Go ahead and roll that uh, mysticism I'll check. Do I'll do it too. Uh, roll separately. <laughs> uh, 14 for me. 15. It doesn't appear to be ritualistic. Um, Dr. Frist, they provided you enough with enough room that you can now uh, get up closer to one of the bodies. Do a medicine check. Yeah, do a medicine check. Aid. I'll aid you as well. I aid. Successful. Uh, yeah. Ooh, very Successful nice. Successful aid. Uh, 21. Uh, that's 33. 33. Yeah, whatever tore these or killed these bodies, was it's trying to decipher everything about this species. Hmm. It wants to know everything about the humans as if it's never seen a human before. And it's got to make you feel nervous inside because you have to wonder, whatever this is, has it ever seen a Yosoki? Will it display the same curiosity towards a Yosoki or a Lushunta or a Vesk or an android? Didn't she say that, that it could travel between... Maybe that was the, the, the thing that we already killed, but it, if it could... But that was we, her. No, that was her. Okay. Mac is still going to look at the walls. I'm worried that we're going to get ambushed. When I look up, do you want me to roll perception? Or? Yeah, go ahead and roll perception. Me too. Uh, yeah. Are you looking at the walls? Yeah. Mine too. 20. 20. 24. All right, so... Mac looks at the walls. Just rocks everywhere. Your eyes obviously drawn towards the back wall where the ship is. Dax, you're still looking down at the bodies. Uh, you see uh, two names, Masterson and Sputnik. Hmm. Huh. And we, do we recognize those from the manifest? Yes. And, Kreska, you look up. What'd you roll? 20. 20. Something in the ceiling looks weird, like it isn't quite part of the ceiling. It appears to be maybe like a light green, and then you see a pair of wings spread out. Oh my god. As this creature with a lamprey-like head comes swooping down at the party. Roll for initiative. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. We were not prepared. Awful. No. We were you know not we never prepared. did. This either. is what this looks like. 
Oh, that's really hideous. That's so gross. That's so gross. And thanks to the Dead Sons Pawn set, I have the pawn! Woohoo! Oh, wow. All right, let's talk about this! Chris Kaletha, what you gutska? Natural 20. Oh! Modified 8? Modified 19. Oh, all right. Dax. 22. Wow, coming out hot. Coming out hot. Stock off, Chris. Seven. Seven for the Friss. Uh, Mayshoon. Fourteen. Fourteen. How ungrant like. Don't worry, <laughs> those twenties are coming. Uh, and Mac. Thirteen. Mac, the frontline fighter with a thirteen. <laughs> Beautiful. It is round one. And as you stand here looking up at the sky as this thing swoops in, all you can think about is the captain of the Acreon's words. There's something else. It came from the rock. Oh, I hope it's this. It came uh. from the rock! <laughs> Dax, you're up. Dax is going to immediately fire twice. Yeah. Okay. So this thing pulls off the ceiling, comes down. He sights up the laser rifle. Okay. Doof, doof. Uh, first shot, 15 against EAC. 15 against EAC is a miss. Oh. Second shot, also a miss. Uh, just boom, boom. Both lasers zip past him. That's the artillery laser? Just No, the <laughs> rifle. He, he's, the rifle. He's too weak for the artillery ah, laser. I can't heft that big can't boy. can't heft it. Uh, you just threw that out into the reaches of space. Yes. Won't be yeah. needing this anymore. I threw it out that exhaust <laughs> port. So it disappeared amongst the stars. <laughs> Kresko, welcome back uh, to being useful in combat. Torsion mark. What do you got? Uh, is it still up in the air or is it landed? Uh, it is swooping down towards you, so it is still in the air. Uh, this doesn't look like something that's going to land. Oh, so is it within, would you say, uh, 30 feet of me? Uh, sure. Great. I'm going to do a mind thrust. A little mind there we go. thrust. So uh, Kreska is going to reach out in, across the void with her mind. Ugh. Can you roll a will save for me? I'll, I'll do it. I'll, uh, I'll allow it. Uh, 24. <laughs> okay, so you take half damage. You take quarter damage. No, that's half damage. Uh, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Uh, do you move at all? See, I didn't forget to ask. Yeah, I'm going to stay where I am. If uh, if I can get it from there, I'm going to stay where I am. You're going to stay right where you are. And then she's going to crouch. Crouch. Mayshun. Ready, ready to pounce. <laughs> Mayshun. Mayshun is going to reach her hand out, not to Dax, but to Captain Mac, and says, Prove to me you're a leader, Captain. And supercharges her rifle. And she's going to do <laughs> you move it all? Uh, well, she wants to do a physical science check, I'm guessing, or would this be mysticism? It depends on the type of creature. I can let you know. Yes, uh, this is an extra planar outsider. Outsider That's would be mysticism. mysticism. So let me roll that mysticism check. Roll that sis. 16. 16. I can give you one piece of important information. What would you like to know? Weaknesses. Weaknesses. It's vulnerable to electricity. Ooh, beautiful. What's it called, Troy? It is called a garagakal. 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 Wait, vulnerable to electricity. Vulnerable so to that electricity. So that arc emitter. Yeah, that uh, Mac has. Yeah. Chekhov's gun. She's got to yeah. shoot that uh, her regular rifle first, though. If you find right. a tactical arc emitter in the first act, <laughs> you know you're going to use it by the third. That's, that's a, a shut up. That, that's funnier than Anton. I, <laughs> I was there. Are you of all people, Matthew? <laughs> it, was just, it also was low-hanging fruit I for know. me. But you also made the same joke before. I will keep making that joke until I get the laugh I deserve. Also, check out for four act plays. 
But no, but it's sci-fi, so it's Lieutenant Chekhov's gun. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Episode title. Oh, boy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Lieutenant Chekhov's gun. All right, you're going to move it all, Mayshan. Or are you just going to stay there uh, having supercharged? I mean, I could hide behind the captain, but I'm uh, not. I'll take a five-foot so step So business as usual? Her. I'll take a five-foot step behind All right, her. so you hide behind her skirt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, I, I grasp at her ankles. Okay, just kidding. Please, please kill it. Uh, <laughs> Mac, you now have a supercharged weapon. Which yeah. weapon is that, though? You drew a weapon. Did you draw the tactical archimeter when you entered well, the Well, the other room? thing about the archimeter is you got to look at the range. Yeah. The range is probably very short on Minus the archimeter. Minus one. Right. I believe you said you have your pistol drawn. It, no, or I'm rifle. my rifle. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that's what he supercharged. And the, and the range is 15 on my arc in there. I okay, so you got to wait for this thing to get in close. Yeah. Oof. But you've got a rifle that's now supercharged. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to uh, do the get him improvisation against this monster, and I'm going to say... I'm ready for your funeral, and... <laughs> I already picked out a dress, and the flowers, yeah, and, and a card. Yeah, exactly. And everyone gets a plus minus, uh, plus, sorry, plus minus, huh? plus one on their attack, and yeah. I'm gonna... gonna Against use... the... Come on, you gotta hit, though, Come Captain. On, Come on, yeah. let's do it. it. Prove that you're no. let's do it. leader. Oh, that's Crack Guy, that's Crack Guy, Crack Guy, roll again. And that's Ooh. four. Oh. Spoiler alert. Oh. Miss. Oh, man. Wait, what was it? No, it's yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's, it's a five. It's a five. It's not, it's not going to matter. <laughs> All right. It swoops down above Kreska and goes to bite Kreskaletha, the unnamed. It is going to be a 19 against Kak. Yeah. Ah. Hits Kreskaletha, the one that did the old mind thrust to it. Oh, oh, 19 points of oh piercing damage. Oh, my God, no. Just comes in and just bites Kreska oh. for 19 points of damage. That's oh my God. horrifying. <laughs> it must look horrifying. Kreska roars look at in it. pain. It's just the, like lamprey-like thing just sucks onto your body and pulls off. Oh. It is now floating above Kreska where it's swooped in, and it is... Dr. Friss has turned to end round one. All right. Um, Terrifying. So, Finish and, it off, Friss. And this is a... <laughs> right. So we can take it out. So this is this is a mystical creature. This what, like a natural... A physical science check wouldn't help me at all. No, this is something extra planar. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do a sense motive so that I can try to do my trick attack. Uh, and... Fail. Um, so Fail going, on the trick attack. I'm going to take a shot with my semi-auto tactical pistol. <laughs> Miss! Oh, no! Yep. You got one mind thrust off, but now we're going to round two. <laughs> Dax, you were super effective in round one. Talk to me about strategy <laughs> for round two. Uh, strategy for round two. Dax, seeing... The horrific nature of this attack, of what it did to Kreska, is going to get out of there. So he's going to move 25 feet away from this thing and then fire at it with the laser rifle. All right, so you move 25 feet to the north, basically? Uh, Yeah, yeah, so deeper into the room, basically. Uh, Well, yeah, towards the uh, ship in case he needs to leave everyone behind and and fly it out of here. (laughs) Well, we have a first in Dead Sun's history. (laughs) (laughs) One PC took the ship and flew out. The android pilot stranded them. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll come back and get you. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to leave a will. Uh, all right, are you you're still within range? This thing's got great range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, we're all good. I'm gonna take one shot this time plus and one. try to hit it. Plus one. That's seventeen against EAC. That is gonna be a hit. Yeah. One point of damage. Oh, Classic come Joe. On. Oh, oh, come man. on. You know Even what? You, when he succeeds, if you had moved twenty feet away, you would have been a little closer. For yeah, that damage. was it. But it was that it. extra five feet, O'Brien. You got cocky. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Kreska, you're the uh, only one that has been super effective thus far. What are you going to do? I got to get out of there. Uh, uh, Kreska is going to full withdraw. Full withdraw. Now that 19, that got rid of all your stamina. All my stamina. And how many hit points do you have left? I have 12 hit points left. 12 so points if it hits me again, again I'm you got a lot of hit points. I'm dead. Do me a favor. Between turns, look up the rules for massive damage again because they're in effect. Oh, no. You will be dead. Now, now if I'm not mistaken, you can go anywhere with your full withdrawal because yeah, he's just above you. So, like, there's no also, particular direction you need to go. It also appears to be a medium creature, so I'm... We're, does not seem to have reach. Right, no, I just mean you could go in any physical yeah. direction. You don't have to go backwards. I, so Kreska will flank out to the other side, so now we've kind of got a two-point uh, rear guard on the thing with Dex. I like this. It looks great on the map. I love when, when you guys spread out. It just yes. makes... Uh, Makes for a more fun combat. So yeah, you got Dax all the way, you know, making his way to the north, to the north, uh, Kresga to the south. At least they'll get off this rock. Uh, but now Doctor Frisk, Mayshun, and Mac are left alone with this abomination. Yeah, uh, and it is Mayshun's turn. Mayshun is going to move thirty feet away from it, so behind uh, 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 Captain. Behind the captain by 20 feet. Okay. There you go. And with that 30 feet of range, she will unleash an energy ray of the electric subtype against this creature with her mystical knowledge. Oh, no. 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 It's a 13 against EAC. That is going to be a known miss. Miss. Uh, Oh, 14. Still a miss. Damn. Stop that. (laughs) No, 15. 15. Uh, All right. Keep going. Uh, So just energy ray. And miss. Uh, is that a spell, by the way? Uh, it's a uh, cantrip. Can't zero level. Okay. So. I just glanced over at the board just to check on the status of bottle caps, and I uh, it does not seem promising. <laughs> yeah, oh, look have, at that. A bunch of zeros. We have none. We have no bottle caps. You guys just, you need to be better. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's 100% your yeah. fault. 100%. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Mac, you are up and uh, basically alone with this awful thing. Yeah, I'm uh, going to move away from it as well, so I stand within 30 feet of Kreska. Okay. And then I am going to give Kreska an inspiring boost. Inspiring boost yes. to Kreska. And Despite well, the well, fact that you... Hate her. <laughs> no, only, At least you're no Vesk. Only, yeah. her, only her species. Um, <laughs> Talk to me about inspiring boosts. Yes, I am going to say, Kreska, Kreska, I want you to survive this because we will have to talk later. Oh. oh. Now. And she gives her eight points of stamina back. Great. Huge. Wow. Huge. Kreska ha- was Kreska down? In- oh, you, oh, Kreska. You, you moved to Meishan. That's why I was confused. She said I within just 30 need feet. to stand within 30 within feet. Within 30 feet. I see. So you just, boom, give Kreska 
some much-needed stamina back. Huge. Before you end your turn, though, Ellie, you had mentioned that you might want to use that arc emitter, right? Uh, but I can't now because my standard action is inspiring. But as part of a move action, you may draw. So if you want to drop your assault rifle and pull it out, it's just, you know, it's a second-level thing. I'm not trying to take over your character, but I'm just giving you an option in case you wanted to do that. The thing is, I, I need to be within 30 feet of her. So yeah, you could still drop as you're moving. Uh, as Drop is a free action, right? Still, and then you can draw your other weapon. Right, you may never get that action. rifle back. Just be aware. I. Oh, it's up to you. I'm just giving you the option. I w- <laughs> w- well, God damn it! <laughs> the thing is, I don't know how this stupid argument. It's probably is hard working. to hear Grant from uh, the back seat of your character. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give the Archimeter to you so you know how to use it? I don't know that I'd be any better, uh, but no, that would be probably a more complicated action. Okay, fuck. Um, if you, your two options are do what you just did or en route to doing what you just did, drop your rifle and draw the Archimeter. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. I screwed you, Grant. Okay. Oh, nice. oh, no, wow. I don't. Okay. All right, so... Uh, Mac leaves Friss alone. <laughs> what was so Friss's bad. first thought as he looks at these bodies? I hope it's seen a Yosoki before. It hasn't. Yeah, shocker. It swoops in to oh, no. bite Dr. Friss. That's going to kill me. <sighs> it's a hit. Yeah, I know. I, it's a hit. It's a hit. 13. It's a hit. Oh! It's a hit. Oh no! Hits Doctor Friss. Don't, don't even bother rolling in the future. Just, I, just I wasn't sure. It was a pretty low roll. Hits Doctor Friss for eighteen points of damage. Oh yeah! Oh, oh. yeah! Bites Doctor Friss just it leeches on and then sucks off and just blood and viscera comes with it, floating. Actually, no, we have regular gravity in here. It just yeah. falls to the floor. <laughs> um, in your mind, you can hear thoughts of like, "What is this strange thing?" I must know more. Oh, this guy. Oh, he's oh. got to go. And it is uh. Dr. Friss's turn. This thing is right on top of you. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to get away from it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I guess I'm going to full withdraw and just, like, get as far away from it as I can uh, into the hangar. All right, so towards the direction Dax went. You just yeah. full withdraw, double move to avoid... Chris, follow me! ...provoking yeah, the AOO. Now this thing is all alone, and feet. you guys are spread all over the room. Yeah. You have 20 feet, right? Uh, 30. Oh, 30 feet. Oh, 30. How, you want to keep going this way? Uh, no, uh, towards the ship. Yeah, towards the ship. Right, uh, is it straight behind us, I assume? Off the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go off the map. So everyone... So that it can't find you. Yeah. <laughs> That is the end of round two. It is now round three. It's taken a big old bite out of Kreska and Friss. What does this thing do when it hits someone twice? Ugh. That's bad news. And a crit? Forget it. Game over. It is round three. It is Dax's turn. Dax is going to say, fall back to the ship. Uh, and he's going to take a shot. Uh, and I think hit. Yeah. Uh, that is a, an 18 against EAC. 18 against EAC is a hit. Four points of laser damage, fire damage, and he's going to move 40 feet towards the ship. So you just keep moving towards the ship. Yeah. Okay. Just in case, like, we have to flee at the last minute. Like, some Uh, some option. All right. Um, All right, so Dax, you fire at it, do a little bit of damage, and then make your way towards this ship. Keep moving. Keep moving. Uh, Roughly how far away is the ship? Uh, right now, I'd say you're about 50 feet away. Okay. Um, but you know that the other people can't move as fast as you can. Right. Uh, it is Kreska's turn still in round three. Kreska is going to do what Dax said. She's going she's gonna to start falling back towards to the ship. 
She'll take. She'll move. Uh, she'll take a. She'll move thirty feet back, and then she is going to uh, send a telepathic message to Mei Shun to that you know. She'll cover her retreat, so she's not going to full withdraw. She'll stay. Yeah. Alright, Kreska, so you move 30 feet towards the ship and just send a message? Is that a spell or is that you're just talking to It me? is a spell, but, okay. I'm, but I'm just saying you fall back, fall back, fall, <laughs> fall back. back to the ship, fall back to the ship. I'll cover you. Uh, Meishun, you are up. Kreska says fall back. What do you do? Uh, Meishun telepathically message, be, messages back to Kreska. Yes, I believe discretion may be the better part of valor. And knowing that she only has 1d3 and can't really hit this guy, she wants to get back to the ship, but also back to Dax so she can supercharge his weapon, potentially. So she is going to full withdraw 60 feet away towards Kreska. Withdraw 60 feet away towards Kreska. Mm-hmm. And we are standing arms in arm, arm in arm, cowards at the <laughs> immense fear that this winged lamprey puts into our hearts. Well, I, I assume that Dax's plan was to try to use the ship's weapons. <laughs> yes. Captain Mac, you are up. You are alone. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20 feet away or so from this thing. You've seen how fast it can move. What are you going to do? Well... Noticing that my whole team is gone, I'm... Um, <laughs> you should have put guns in her face, Captain. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I'm going to also do a full withdrawal. And I want to move closer to Dr. Friss because I want to give you also an inspiring boost, but I don't think I'll get there. Um, so you're going to withdraw towards Friss. And what is well, your regular movement speed? I, uh, 30 feet. All right, so you can move 60 feet. Uh, just remember, every other diagonal costs double. All right, so you withdraw uh, up to the edge of this map towards the new map that I've added <laughs> for your cowardly <laughs> decisions, uh, and you move that way. It is its turn. Uh, how far away is it from you, Mac? Eight boxes. Perfect. <laughs> it flies right up to you and attempts a bite. Ah. Natural 12. Oh. Uh, you get hit... Um, four. Wait, wait, wait. Natural 12 that was, against what? That's, that's an unadjusted 12. The uh, hit was a 24. Uh, you get hit for 16 12? points of damage. We have heard that people do die in, in Starfinder. Seriously. Yeah. We've heard yeah. it's a deadly AP. <laughs> 16 points of damage. It just swoops it. Ah, bites you. Yeah. And now three of you have taken hits from this. Dr. Friss, you are up. Um, all right. I'm... So, how far am I away from the ship now? Oh, hundred. You said 100? Dax was fifty feet away, yeah, so, so you're about hundred, give or take. Uh, I'm just going to double move to the ship. Sixty feet. God, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's that's a shame. That's <laughs> a real shame. Oh, I had prepared this whole thing. The thing is, like, <laughs> then live. You shall resolve. From my like, there's really there's so little so I can little, do yeah. because even if I like move thirty feet and take a shot, I'm probably not going to hit it. Yeah. And I'll do maybe four points of damage, <laughs> yeah. which I don't think is enough to take it down. So yeah, and I, I we need bigger like, weapons. Yeah, and yeah. I personally feel like it moving. I, like I'm still doing the same thing I would do if I wasn't moving. So I'm just. Moving toward the ship, yeah. but firing, backing up. Firing, yeah, I covering, tried firing twice. It, its EAC is pretty high. Like, yeah. I, I, it's better for me to take one shot than two. Yeah, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna try to get it again, but we gotta. I think we get falling back is the best strategic. And if it hits yeah. me, if it's me one more time, I'm absolutely dead. Yeah, so keep that in mind as you continue to retreat. Right now, it's attacked the one that's closest to it. Now, it may have other plans, but uh, 
if you leave Friss alone, it's probably just going to go after Friss. So take keep that in mind. Uh, and it is a new round. It's round four. Joe, how long does it take to start up a starship? Um, it's hard to find exactly. Make like, weapon systems operational it, it, and everything. It else. doesn't say anything about that. It, yeah. What it does say to to warm up thrusters, like to start up a starship, is one minute per size category. Ah, so whatever size category this is, that many minutes. Uh, I guess you could also say it's been you know dormant for seventy five years. years, so it would take that amount of time to start the. The lasers, uh, but regardless, the point is like the if there's armor any the way, yeah, yeah. If there's any way to use skin. it as defense, right? You know. uh, it cannot be started up within this combat. It's a medium uh, ship, so right. But can't it's possible we could get in it and not let in in, sure, let sure, it sure. in, or use it as cover, right? You see how fast it moved towards Mac, though, and you don't think there's any way you could outrun it. Just some things to keep in mind. Yeah, it covered easy distance to get to Mac, uh, and it flies. Right, it's round four. Dax, you're up. Yeah. What would you like to do? Um, I will take... Um, I, I don't see any reason to do anything other than continue to fall back and fire at it. Um, but maybe I'll get lucky. Uh, so since everybody's been hit and Dax hasn't, he's going to try to stay in front of everybody. So he's not going to move. He'll let everybody run behind him. But he's going to take two shots this round. Ah. And just try to get some... You know, buy one round for everybody to get behind him, and right. then maybe he can run and catch up to everybody. All right, let's see what you got. That's the plan, Stanley. Uh, all right, first shot is a 16 against EAC. That is a miss. See, this was just asinine. And second <laughs> shot is a natural one. Oh, right. no, that is a chicken and cheese. Oh, <laughs> and Fumbo. Uh, so oh, what oh. happened? A Fumbo. 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 Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one from uh, Scars okay. in Bothell, Washington. S-C-A-A-R-Z. Scars. Oh, yeah. Scars in Bothell, Washington. Nestor's Bane. Oh. oh. <laughs> Everyone's favorite bastard's most hated rule. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Your shot has gone horribly oh, wrong. No. And instead no. of hitting your target, you hit 1D. Wait. Sorry, uh, you hit 1d4 of your physically closest allies in all directions with a line of effect in the weapon's first range increment. That doesn't right. make any sense. No, it does. What? Basically, if, if, there, if there was a straight line of people between you and the creature, you would hit 1d4 of them. Okay. In this case, you just hit Mac. Okay, so just in that line of effect. All right, Mac, you get a reflex save to negate. Otherwise, I hit you instead. And the DC is my EAC? Uh, yes. 14. Fail. Oh, no. no. So he hits Mac with an artillery laser. No, no it's just a regular oh, rifle. rifle. Okay, that's all right. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it pours a wall through Mac. Six nice points try. of damage. <laughs> six six points, points of damage. damage. Mac! And she's oh. right up against this thing. Mac, what are we sitting at? Oh, no. Stamina's gone, right? Yeah. Gone. Seven what? hit points. Seven hit points? Oh, my God. We're talking massive damage rolls. And Mac is all alone next to this thing. Two shots. No bueno. Oh, Kreska, what do you do? Kreska, you got to see this. Oh, the plant's falling apart. And I, I'm trying to remember, does Mac go after the thing? Uh, no, I think she'll go before it goes. It goes. Yeah. I'll tell you. Kreska may shun Mac, it, okay. Dr. Friss. Okay, so Kreska is going to... Sh uh, first, can she do a mysticism check as well? Sure. 15. 
15. Yeah, I can give you one piece of information. What do you want to know? I, I don't know what I know. I want to know. These are, <laughs> yeah, a piece of useful. A piece of yeah, information. I want to know a piece of useful information. Something that'd be useful right now. It's exact hit points. Yeah, Troy, well, you would you would know better than us what is a useful piece right, of information. Right, right. Perhaps, can, what else can it do to us if it if it if it hits us twice? Does it have any other kind of ability? Um, yes, it has an ability to uh, not unlike what Captain Mariko Nash said. Let me just read her words. Oh boy, it sucks the life out of you. Right. It. Uh, it seemed to consume life energy itself. It has ability in an ability known as leech life. That would explain the sound drop I have on Sirens. Uh, <laughs> which can straight up kill one of you and probably will. Okay. Uh, it triggers at some point. Does that leech life, I don't know if you can let this roll, but does that also apply like in a vampiric sense? Like does it heal itself when it does that? It does. We're th- Bad news bears. TPK. <laughs> TPK. Bad K. news okay. bears. This is what the fans want. They want some new characters up in here. <laughs> that is yeah, not They've true. been sitting there with the pack worlds. They want to see some new races. Yeah, we want to pay for a whole new set of art. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we want. <laughs> a small price to pay, I say. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you got? Kreska's... Uh, Kreska <laughs> that all depends on do... your budget. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll pay out of pocket for that. <laughs> all those cans. You heard it. It was recorded. <laughs> recorded. We got it on, we got it on tape. Uh, Kreska's going to do another Mind thrust, first of all. A little so mind thrust. We'll save. We'll save. Good. Looked like good damage from Matthew's reaction. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see here. 17 on the will save. You pass. Uh, so you take three points of damage. Oh, baby. Um, and then Kreska is going to kind of dash over to stand beside Dax. Behind Dax. Beside Dax. Okay. And turn to him and say... Hold the line, yes. <laughs> Love isn't always on time. And then she'll shout, Captain, run. Yeah, it's my turn, right? Uh, it is now Shun's turn. Oh. How far away is Shun currently from Dax? Is she within 30 one feet or move. beyond? I think it's one yes. move. Five, ten. Yeah, you're within 30 feet. All right, I'm going to move behind Dax and supercharge him, hoping that he can land true where the captain was unable to. We'll try. Spoiler alert. Don't do it. Uh, All right, uh, so you do that. (laughs) This is so bad. Mac, you're up. Uh, Mac is going to move 30 feet. Okay. Stand behind Dax. Okay. And then shoot with her laser rifle. Oh, okay, so you stand kind of back to the side, so you still have a nice clean yeah. shot. All uh, right, and you are within range of your rifle, yes? 60 feet. Okay, fire away. Joe doesn't like it. Joe's nope. nervous. Nope. Everybody's <laughs> got to run. Run, run. Run, run, run. Unless you roll natural 20. 14. Against EAC? Oh, that's Against EAC. It has an unnaturally yes. high you have a, But you have a bonus, right, from the get still? Uh, it no. doesn't matter. It's like 17 at least. Yeah. But you only have a... And I got max damage at 8. Oh, oh man. It is exactly 17, Joe. <sighs> exactly. Oh, <it> <laughs> can you, can, Troy, can you, can you give it to me anyway? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> well, what I can give one of you is its leech life ability. Mm. You have now triggered, uh, with that last hit, Kreska, its ability to... Well, not that it's ability. It's You're just, welcome, everybody. It's just going to use it. And there's four of you all equally within range. Now, I could say that Dax and Kreska are even closer, but just for shits and giggles, I got a D4 here. So I'm going to roll this D4 to see who it's going to attempt to leech 
life from. From all four or just between just Dax and Kreska? For one of you. Massive, massive. No, I'm saying, energy. which are you choosing between all four of us? I'm choosing between all four. Okay. Mac is one. Dax is two. Kreska's three. <laughs> Meishun is four. I'm so nervous. This horrible thing with its weird arms coming out of like, they're just slightly not where arms should be coming out of, while the other arms turn into wings. It flies up probably about 15 feet. Um... So it's really closer, a lot closer to you guys now. And let's see who it's going to attempt to leech life. So really we want it to be the person with the least HP, because we're all going to die, and we just want it to get the least amount back. Dax. I oh. fucking knew it! I knew it! Ah! Dax, <laughs> I need you to roll <sighs> a big, big fortitude save. Oh, so there is a save roll. There is a save. You're telling me there's a save. <laughs> You're telling me there's a save. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I believe this will be a natural Twanza. This is a great time for a bottle cap. Natural this would be a great Twanza. Come on, natural Twanza. I mean, Dax. Dax attack. I don't want to be here if he fails. Fail. Oh, my God. Come on! We'll see you next week. No! Oh, you're such a dick! And it's gonna heal it! Uh, it's no wonder you had a child so someone could love you unconditionally. <laughs> Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.